0: Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another podcast. My name is Patty. The shop is Herbs to Your Health. Our address is 106 South Pennsylvania Avenue in Greensburg. And if you haven't visited the website yet, www.herbstoyourhealth.net. There are some new um, reviews that have been put up there. So that was in addition to the website. Had a conversation recently with someone who said, I really don't need supplements because I eat healthy food. Uh, And my question was, well, do you eat a plant-based organic diet? And the answer was no. So I don't know if it was no to the plant-based or no to the organic because Conversation just uh, fizzled after that. It's a kind of a hot topic that um, plant foods contain anti-nutrients. What are they? They're lectins, tannins, phytoestrogens, and they're all found in plant foods, and they are anti-nutrients. Then the question becomes: Are there risks in eating a plant-based diet? I say there are probably way more benefits. There's copious research that eating fruits and vegetables reduce the risk of a whole host of chronic diseases, even for improving mental health and mental well-being. If you know somebody who's depressed, ask them, do they eat pizza every day? Uh, Just saying. Over the years, whether we're looking at studies or randomized placebo controlled um, things they do those, I guess their studies too. Um, Many of them suggest there's a benefit to the planet and to people for eating more whole unprocessed foods that are typically plants. What are the risks? Well, we have the potential for risks. Plant foods um, are a conduit for contaminants pesticides, insecticides, herbicides, things that come along for the ride with these fruits and vegetables are kinda not good. This is largely the case, however, for people who eat conventionally grown produce because it would have these contaminants actively applied. If you're eating organically grown produce, then the risk is much lower because the foods, or if you're growing your own food, because you know what you put on it, um, because foods grown in that category would not be grown using those pesticides, insecticides, herbicides. Through food distribution and persistent organic pollutants found already in the environment, they might still be in your foods, but at a much lower level. Antinutrients have been mentioned as coinciding with suboptimal thyroid function or autoimmune conditions or those tannins that I mentioned prevent minerals from being absorbed. Antinutrients are collectively found in plants and they are thought to interfere in some way with either digestion or metabolism or absorption or overall physiological functioning. Uh, Many times they're binders of vitamins and minerals, so the body won't get any, and that's kind of a problem. These anti-nutrients are found in plants with thousands of other nutrients. In some contexts, people are eating plant-based foods, so anti-nutrients might be causing some health problems. So I say um, think about what you're eating as signaling to you whether something is out of balance or something that is dysfunctional in the body. So the anti-nutrients would be triggering that. Um, it's it's really good to eat the plants, I say, so let's just go ahead and eat them. Because they're really good for us. Um, by the time people turn 30, maybe even younger, they could have a lot of toxins trapped inside the body. Some um, studies have found five pounds of toxins coursing through the cells, tissues, and organs. Uh, For millions of years, we had clean air and pure water, but in the past 150 years, maybe, or maybe not even that many. Our environment has changed faster than we can evolve with it. I don't think we were meant to evolve with toxins. More than 25% of diseases today are the result of environmental exposure. And I'm I'm saying that's low. So we need to purge our bodies of pollutants. Environmental toxins have become a major health threat They're linked with chronic diseases including, well, definitely cancer and liver disease and Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and diabetes and thyroid and kidney disease. Uh, One of the most dangerous toxins we're exposed to every day is mercury. That's responsible for memory loss, depression, headaches, tumors, tremors, numbness, hearing loss, dizziness. ALS and MS, mercury exposure can damage the cardiovascular system, causing heart attacks. It's almost impossible to avoid mercury contamination every year, according to the Environmental Protection Agency, more than 475 metric tons. That sounds like a lot to me of mercury escape into the atmosphere from just coal power plants. And these emissions know no boundaries. The vapors can travel thousands of miles before falling back to earth in the air we breathe. And then mercury combines with other elements uh, to form inorganic mercury. They're combined with chlorine or uh, sulfur or oxygen and they're used in um, antiseptic creams and ointments. We get mercury from drinking water, vaccines, fluorescent light bulbs, red dye, tons of stuff. Triclosan is common in antibacterial products and it's been uh, linked to impaired muscle function and hormone disruption. Triclosan was only introduced into the marketplace in 1972, although it was originally developed and registered as a pesticide in 1969. At that time, it was used only in hospitals and healthcare settings. Now it's found in soaps, hand washes, dishwashing products, laundry detergents, uh, plastics, toys, cutting boards, kitchen utensils, toothpaste, mouthwashes, deodorants, cosmetics, hair conditioners, bedding, trash bags, oh my gosh, hot tubs, the list goes on. Um, A study concluded that triclosan hinders muscle function and it poses a number of health risks. It disrupts the endocrine system especially reproductive hormones. It penetrates the skin and enters the bloodstream easier than previously believed. Triclosan showed up in the urine of 74% of people tested. It's in breast milk, it impairs muscle function. Um, Let's just not use hand sanitizer. First of all, uh, people who use hand sanitizer end up with these very dry hands with cuts on them, almost looks like cuts, um, and very sore and painful. If you use silver gel, it's moisturizing. It makes your hands wonderful. So I would avoid buying any products labeled um, built-in antimicrobial protection hand sanitizer um, is obsolete if you use silver gel. It's, it's wonderful. Glyphosate is in the Roundup weed killer. It drives breast cancer. Um, it, it's very bad for us. So we want to, avoid, it's one of those phytoestrogens. It <clears throat> raises estrogen, but it's kind of like fake. So we have these receptors in our bodies. And if, you know, they'll take fake stuff. Um, so those halogens, the xenoestrogens, very, very bad for us. So what can we do? Well, we can detoxify. Now, if you are uh, detox, quote-unquote, detoxifying, and you are sick as a dog, that should not happen. Uh, Our detoxification agents and supplements in the shop are very kind and gentle, like cellular detox, It's a unique herbal combination designed to detoxify the body and strengthen the colon, the kidneys, the liver. Cellular detox also improves digestion and absorption of nutrients to combat nutritional deficiency and nourish the body. It contains herbs that reduce inflammation, shrink swollen tissues, improve immunity to fight infection, purify the blood, and neutralize acidity. The herbs in it create cellular detox's powerful cleansing and strengthening abilities, but it's not going to make you sick. Um, helps reduce and inhibit the develop of foreign masses such as cysts, fibroids, polyps, tumors, and, of course, cancerous growths. It has black walnut uh, catnip. You know, people who think this is a museum sometimes come in and say, catnip, what's that for? Well, it doesn't have the same effect on people as it does on cats. First of all, we swallow it. They just smell it. Um, It's a soothing uh, catnip. It has a soothing sedative effect on the digestive system. It relieves colic. If you have a colicky baby or know of a colicky baby, catnip and fennel, excellent for that. Or just basic tummy aches in babies. Um, Catnip helps with insomnia, so it's very calming. There's chickweed that breaks up fat and fatty deposits in the bodies. It helps gastrointestinal problems like uh, intestinal toxicity, constipation, hemorrhoids. Uh, There's dandelion, fenugreek, Irish moss, myrrh, Oregon grape, uh, safflower, slippery elm, uva ursi, and yellow dock. We have a customer who Uh, comes and buys however many bottles of Uva Ursi we have on the shelf. Uh, She's 60 years old, and she has been having urinary tract problems since she was in her 40s, and she has been taking Uva Ursi for, I'm going to say, five or six years, and she has not had any further problems. She also takes cellular Detox. Uh, yellow dock is in cellular detox. It's uh, more, more than an invasive and unwelcome weed. It has, um, yellow dock has antioxidant potential. It is most often used for its ability to facilitate, facilitate detoxification. It helps to increase digestive enzymes and stomach acid. So it stimulates the digestive tract. It can aid the liver and gallbladder. So yellow, you think liver and gallbladder, according to the doctrine of signatures. Um, if you have iron deficient anemia, that's very good. Yellow Doc is very good for that. And any kind of upper respiratory disorders People who want to maintain good health well will, generally speaking, eat healthier food, avoid food additives and chemicals, and take supplements. But even people working actively on their health often overlook an invisible influence. You're probably knowing what I'm talking about already, and I haven't even said it yet, but has a very adverse effect on health. Uh, electromagnetic radiation we live in a sea of electromagnetic frequencies cell phone tower cell phones radio and TV signals Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and and guess what we get to pay for all this Um, radar uh, emissions from high voltage power lines even emissions from wiring and household appliances, and don't even get me started on smart meters, uh, but you can cover them up. My neighbor got a something that cost $1,000 and I Googled how to um, neutralize a smart meter and got all of the stuff and neutralized the smart meters. Since our tissues Ours and all other living creatures operate partly off electrical frequencies. These signals place tremendous stress on all living things. Um, There have been numerous studies over the last 25 years, but very little of this research has reached the general public. Did you know that the United States Navy spent $100 million on a study that was published in 1984 that showed that exposure to harmful electromagnetic frequencies resulted in altered hormone levels, um, poor immune processes, it alters cellular function, and even modified brain wave activity in humans. It also showed these frequencies could cause birth defects. Um, so, you know, those cell phone towers, video display terminals, radar. So, okay. What can we do? Well, this study showed that rosemary reduces the harmful effects of environmental radiation or frequency you know like microwaves Uh, back in the 80s i'm gonna say um, you could buy these little i don't know they're like little rectangles heavy gray rectangles that would take out the bad stuff of the microwave. You just put it on the microwave and on the TV. Um, so I still have them. And you can get um, things that to put inside your cell phone. Well, not inside the phone, but you have a, if you have a case to your cell phone, you put it between the cell phone and the case to reduce those um, EMFs. EMF radiation, radio frequencies. Um, So because they attack our nervous and endocrine systems, rosemary extract can help you buffer your body against those um, damaging effects. Rosemary is a common herb well known for its potent antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties. Rosemary extract reduces EMF's destructive effects. So let's just take our HSNW every day. And milk thistle, milk thistle combination protects and heals the liver so the liver can do its job. It has milk thistle, N-acetylcysteine, dandelion, two B vitamins, choline and inositol, vitamin A, beta, which is beta-carotene, and vitamin C. doesn't have enough vitamin C. We need to take more. Vitamin C is the ultimate antitoxin. Talk to two people, one in the uh, 60s and one 70s, both extremely ill for a long time, months. Um, pneumonia... Uh, blood clots, what else? No energy, all of that. And they both used to be on supplement programs, and I, I honestly don't know what happened that they kind of quit taking them. So I guess that does happen. We have to force ourselves. So, like I said last podcast, if you want to take supplements, you got to eat. So sometimes you have to force yourself to eat. Um, A long-time customer asked if she should have her gallbladder removed. Well, it's your body and it's your choice, but I would say never have the gallbladder removed. Um, This person said that the doctor said your digestive pain will stop if you have the gallbladder out. That's terrible, horrible, very bad, wrong advice. Um, but I've known people to have the surgery and things really don't get better. They get worse for a very good reason. I don't think the creator, source creator, God who designed our bodies made any mistakes. We do not have unnecessary organs in our body. Um It's a vital organ that serves an important purpose. Bile is an alkaline liquid that aids in absorption and digestion, is secreted by the liver, and stored in the gallbladder until it's needed for digestion. When you eat fat, this signals the gallbladder to contract and release bile into your small intestine to break down the fat. In addition to being a storage area for bile, the gallbladder also concentrates the bile from the liver by removing water through its wall like a sponge. Amazing. So if the gallbladder is removed, although bile can still flow into the intestine directly from the liver, fat digestion is less efficient because the bile isn't as concentrated as it should be. Uh, Do you think that's a mistake of nature? Nope. Um, The most common reason for removing the gallbladder is gallstones. Uh, Gallstones are the result of cholesterol buildup from eating lots of animal protein and not getting enough alkaline forming foods. This is another way our bodies try to tell us how to eat. We just, it's like wake up calls. I keep, Saying to people, that sounds like a wake-up call to me. Doesn't it sound like a wake-up call to you? So, um, if you have gallstones, you're opening yourself up to a variety of health challenges like arthritis, osteoporosis, heart disease, cancer, diverticulitis, colitis, and many more. Um, if you don't have a gallbladder, did I say that? So if you, um, I, I don't, you know, first do no harm. That's what Hippocrates, the father of modern medicine said, and it's part of the Hippocratic Oath. so i would say that when you remove uh, an important organ in the body it's very harmful so how do we change our our genes and our fate well we read about epigenetics Um, epigenetics is the study of molecular mechanisms by which our environment controls our gene activity so While we have hardwired and unchangeable versions of genetic code, epigenetic factors like our thoughts, our nutrition, our exposure to microbes and environmental toxins, and our level of physical activity can determine which genes are switched on and off. This in turn triggers signals of diseases or health. If DNA is affected by an environmental factor, such as pollution, the impact can be passed down through generations. In other words, it becomes inheritable. So if your mother was raised in a highly polluted environment, the genetic alteration she incurred could be passed down to you and increase your risk of disease associated with this genetic modification. This is why it is imperative to understand that the lifestyle choices we choose should be clean and nurturing so we don't weaken the genetic profile of future generations in our family. Um, Unchangeable genes are less than 2%. 98% is what we eat and drink and think and do. Because we don't have access to seasonal allergy or its old name, ALJ, uh, two things that I have found to be very, very helpful. Marshmallow and fenugreek, absolutely love it. It relieves respiratory and digestive problems, just like ALJ, hello. Um, It um, helps with soothing the mucosal tissues. Fenugreek increases the production of mucosal fluids to help remove allergens and toxins from the respiratory tract. And marshmallow um, eases inflamed tissues, which helps heal both internal and external inflammatory conditions. And seasonal defense, which was designed for the cold and flu season, contain herbs that stimulate the activity of the immune system to help prevent and treat common colds and flu. Uh, Andrographis has been used in China, India, and Thailand to treat upper respiratory tract infections. It's used therapeutically for bacterial and viral respiratory infections. As including um, the common cold, inflammation of the tonsils, um, sinusitis, and it prevents. It really does prevent. Um, Time is an antibacterial agent. Time we got. Bitter fruit, and Eleuthero, and oregano. So this is. Um, not the oregano oil it takes I think what is it two pounds of oregano herb to make a little bit of oregano oil um, the essential oil of oregano I would say to inhale it or put it on the soles of your feet but do not swallow it and finally if you have been over the years besieged by hives let me just say that histoblock really really helps because when you think of hives on the skin that's a histamine reaction Um, histamine is known for its ability to create the inflammation associated with allergic reactions respiratory digestive in the intestinal and respiratory tracts okay Um, so but the skin too when those mast cells there which are specialized immune cells they help the body neutralize substances that are irritating to the body when those cells become hypersensitized to irritants they burst prematurely releasing the histamine that causes the inflammatory allergic reaction so histablock has natural antihistamine action so if you know somebody who has uh, hives from time to time histablock is the ticket it has nettles quercetin bromelain immature orange peel which um, i think is put in there because we can't have ephedra anymore and quercetin is has so many benefits it's one of the most studied flavonoids, and for good reason, the list of health benefits quercetin provides is quite extensive, excellent for asthma, for the lungs, respiratory system, for your heart, Um, cataracts, diabetes, inflammation, viral infection, chronic fatigue syndrome, and do you know where we can find quercetin in some foods? Elderberries, onions, berries, including cranberries, blueberries, raspberries, and blackberries, red grapes, tomatoes, apples and pears, ooples and uh, If You have to eat the peel, not of the bananas, of course, just the apples and pears. Herbs like parsley, sage, dillweed, weed. Uh, peppers, kale, spinach, and there you have it. My time is up. We are um, past due for opening the shop. Thank you very much. Hope spring arrives soon. Bye.